Okay, good evening. The sponsor this week's shir is anonymous, but you're also in the discuss of the Torah learning, Yamad Loy Lazaroi, Shayomish, Hatari, Pivim, Pizari, Mazarazari, Adoilam. Schuss of learning should also be a schuss of four shlema from Rambe Bailis, Bas, Nahoma, Besaych, Shar, Chayla Yisrael. So, in the middle of the story of the first king of Kal Yisrael, Shal Amelech, and we saw the build-up to the story, how Kal Yisrael demanded a king. They weren't happy with the way Shmuel's sons were leading Kal Yisrael, and more deeply, they weren't happy with the whole the whole way of running the country through a shayfet, being so reliant on miracles by Kaddish Baruch Hu, They felt they'd rather live a slightly more we call regular lifestyle, where they had a king and an army, and things were more normal. And that was there by Kashat Shmuel. Shmuel was very upset. Kaddish Baruch Hu said, don't worry, they're not rejecting you, they're rejecting me. But I'll call upon him. Kaddish Baruch Hu told Shmuel, they asked for a king. Now if they ask for a king, they need a king. So last week, that once Kal Yisrael took themselves down to this lower level, then they did need a king. And Kaddish Baruch Hu told in the last Pasuk of Perak Ches, that we saw the Yemer Shem al-Shmuel, Shema B'Kailam, listen to their voices, V'mlach D'lam Melech, Appoint for them a king. Everyone go home. Shmuel understood. My Kaddish Baruch hadn't told him to anoint a specific person yet that he would, Kaddish Baruch would arrange and he would know who to anoint. But he told Kaddish go home. Your request will be fulfilled. It's interesting. Their Albag, if you look every so often, their Albag has a list. Something's interesting to take a look on your own. He has a list of Te'eluses from the story. He says that you know every single aspect of Tanakh is here to teach us something. And I'll go through the stories and tell it what's the tale of this, what's the tale of that. And one of the Te'eluses that he mentions here is he says that a person has to learn from this that sometimes you give someone, and this is something very practical to all of us, sometimes you give someone advice. And it could be our kids, other family members, friends, and you try very hard to tell them not to do something. And eventually they go ahead and they do it anyway, Right? Person, you, you think the worst possible thing for a person to do would be take a certain job. And they go and take it anyway. So sometimes our natural reactions we listen, you didn't listen to me, you're going to suffer. I, I'm just going to not do anything. I'm like, you're going really, to really see how wrong you were. Rabbi says, no, Akadosh Baruch Hu is teaching us, this, this story is brought in the Navi to teach us that when you can't stop someone from doing something, you have to to help them do it in the best way possible. So, Chalisol shouldn't have asked for a king. They asked for a king in the wrong way. Once they asked for a king, Shmuel says, I'm going to make sure that we're going to try, we're going to get you the best possible king, Kefi the Matziv. Ha-Mia, even though Shmuel tries to get them the best king, and it's Alpi HaKadosh Baruch Hu, HaKadosh Baruch hand-picks the person who's the next king. Shmuel is referred to as, Shol HaMelech is referred to as the Bechir Hashem. He's chosen by HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But Afal Pikein, this is not going to be a kingdom that is what HaKadosh Baruch Hu really had in mind, and that's because it's not yet the time. Really, we know that HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, L'yosah shevet miyehuda, m'chayikim v'ein raglov, v'rochav yakav avinu, nevuah, that Malchus belongs to Yehuda. And the appropriate king to really be the one who would be ma'achid Klal Yisrael and bring out the best in Klal Yisrael has to be from Shevet Yehuda, and that's Malchus based on it. Because Klal Yisrael was not yet ready for Malchus based David, therefore they would have to go through a different type of Melech. But because this type of king is not the type of king HaKadosh Baruch intended, so we'll see that things are not quite as rosy perhaps as they should have been. 
And the beginning of the the beginning of this story is introduced Vayhi Ish Mibinyamin, which is interesting. The Lashon Vayhi is usually B'derech Klal and Chazal. There's a long Megillah about this. But B'derech Klal, Vayhi, is a Lashon of Tsar. And over here also, this was not quite what we would have hoped for in King. And therefore, the Pasuk begins Vayhi. When, when Rabbi says it wasn't time for Malchus based David, it means like in the Himmel. It wasn't. Uh, yeah, it wasn't, wasn't appropriate. That, right. wasn't that Baruch wasn't, we'll see, it's not very far off, but Kodesh uh, Baruch wasn't yet quite ready for it, and therefore they weren't they weren't Zaycha to go straight to Malchus based David. It wasn't. Was that was that Klai Yisrael wasn't on the Madrigi, like had had to go through? You know, if it was just somehow Kodesh Baruch Hu's grand like, plan for the world, it was also Klai Yisrael's Madrega. Not sure. Now. Right, he could have picked on anyway, right? So it seems like for whatever reason, that Kodesh Baruch felt it wasn't yet the right time. Now we'll see. Also, the I mean, it wasn't because they asked him. Prop, it wasn't because maybe one and the same. They asked the wrong right, time. Right, could be by asking him. They, they, they definitely asked the too early, and therefore they had you know things had to play out the way they did until it was ready for Malchus Beisavin. Now the the Das Seifrim points out that we'll see that also the whole story of how. Shoal was discovered. The story we're going to see tonight, it's a very unusual fi- way for HaKadosh Baruch Hu to Mesav of Hasibis. It's obviously the story that takes place is very clearly a story that's Kokuloi Menashemayim. It doesn't seem like a very natural story at all, as we'll see. But it's not a very standard or usual way for a king to be found. There could have been more Mechubadik ways to find a king. And the fact that it was done this way is Vaiter because... This is not the ideal kingdom. This is not quite the way HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted it to happen. And therefore, HaKadosh Baruch Hu shows, as it were, his displeasure that the whole way the king is found is sort of in a manner of mikra, in a manner of not the most bakavadika fashion. And this is all of an outgrowth of the fact that this is not the ideal malchus. So, vihi ish mi binyam. Now, if you notice, the, the, there's a kri and a ksiv over here. The kri is binyamin, but the ksiv is ben yamin. That he was from ben yamin. Ushmai Kish, Ben Aviel, Ben Sur, Ben Bechiris, Ben Afiach, Ben Ishimini Giberchayo. So this person from the Shevet Ben Yaman, whose name was Kish, was a Giberchayo, and we have his Deus. Now, just two interesting things here in this Pasik. First of all, on this, the Korean Ksiv over here of Ben Yamin, Ben Yamin being two separate words in the Ksiv, so the Mechitana says that the Pasik is coming to point something out here because. We know that there's, there was a machoikis between Rochel Imenu and Yaakov, what to name Binyamin. Rochel Imenu said Ben Oini. And what's Ben Oini? So there's a medrash that says that Ben Oini, she said, because she was Sofa Baruch HaKodesh at that moment, and she saw the terrible tragedy of Pelegish Begiva, which is in the end of Sefer Shaftim, where Tremendous chaluk of Shevet Ben Yaman. Almost all of it was wiped out in a civil war in Klal Yisrael because of the terrible Aveira that had been done. And she saw that and she said Ben Aini. And the Torah wants to, the Navi wants to stress by calling him Ben Yamin that we're referring to the name of Yaakov Avinu, that he didn't have any chaluk in the Aveira in this, the Ra of Pelagish Begiv, although according to Chazal, it took place during his lifetime. But he had no chaluk at all in that Ra and the Mela. We, the post is going out of its way to show he has no shaykhs to the name Ben Oini, he's the Ben Yamin, he's the name of Yaakov Avinu gave. So we have this Ish from Shevet Ben Yaman, and his name is Kish Ben Avil. So he's 
father's name, this is Shaul's grandfather's name, is Avil. Now, the problem with this is that in Divrei Yomim, he's given a different name. In Divrei Yomim, it says, V'ner Hoylet Kish. He's referred to as Ner. So Chazal obviously pick up, and very often there's changes in names between Divrei Yomim and other parts of Nach. And the Gemara Megillah and also says that, you know, we, we understand from there that those, those are all there for us to darshan details about their lives. And Chazal darshan, Avad, his name was not Kish. His, his, not, his name was not Ner. His name was, his name was Avil. Why is he referred to as Ner? So Chazal say that he had a minig that he used to go and light candles. He put street lights for people going to this madrash. It was dark at night, and he used to go and light street lights. He saw Ner's. And because of that, he was called Ner. And not only that, the Gemara brings from, the Medrash brings from Rishlakish, that, Yishalmi, that what schus did Shaul have to become king? The schus of his grandfather, who used to light Ner's to the public to go to learn. Now, you know, it would seem a little bit strange that we need to come onto the schus of his grandfather lighting Ner's to make him the Melech. We're going to see in a second, the Apostle is going to say that he was a person who did not have any Averis, and there was no one as good as him in all of Kali So isn't that the reason to make him king? Why are we discussing the schus of us? So first of all, I saw the Musa Navim says that, you know, there's something important to learn out from this. He says that, that just because a person is a sur meirai, doesn't do any Averis, he's a perfect person, that doesn't give a person the schus to be melech, to be to have these type of positions, it's not enough to just be a sur meirah. person has to have a say toiv. He needs the schus of the maizim toivim. And not just regular maizim toivim, the Bar Moshe says, you need the schus of zikei rabim, helping others. And as perfect a person, as a Muslim b'midis, as great of a tzaddik as Shaul was, that wasn't enough to make him melech. He needed the schus of his grandfather, who was mazakas rabim, that's what gave him the schus to be the melech. And the Bar Moshe says, you see, the goidel of the schus of someone who is mazakas rabim, that Ayyadeh being Mazakas Arabim was something that would seem to us simple, lighting, making lights, making it easier for people to go to Bismedrish. That was a bigger schos than all of the personal godless of Shaul HaMelech. And the truth is, I was thinking that really all of Sefer Shmuel, Sefer Shmuel, how did Shmuel HaNavi, what brought Shmuel HaNavi into the world? So we saw it was Al-Khanah's Zikei Arabim to bring people to go and be Ayyul Regal, the tremendous Maila, Shmuel, Shaul, all of them come from someone who had the schus of being Mazakas or Rabbim, what a tremendous schus it is to someone who's Mazakas or Rabbim. Since, since, since Moish Sapot is not here tonight, so we can no. give him a shkoyah. The schus that he has, Mazakas or Rabbim, for the shir, I'll listen to it all here. It's a tremendous schus of Mazakas or Rabbim. Okay. So the Pasuk says, right there, so this Ish from Sheva bin Yaman, named Kish, had a son, Veloi Hoyabain, Ushmoi Shol, Bocher v'toiv. He was a bocher, and he was toiv. The ein ishm b'nei Yisrael toiv mimenu. There's no one as good of him as him in all of Kali Yisrael. Mishichmai umala gavoy mikolam. He was first of all physically taller than all of Kali Yisrael. He was a head taller than everyone else, but also in a spiritual state, he was mishichmai l'mayla. He was a tremendous adam gadol. Now, what does it mean that he was a bocher v'toiv? We'll see first of all soon that he was that Chazal tells us, and I can see tonight that he was. Like a Ben Shon, he was perfect. He did not have any chatam at this point. He was a perfect person. But what does it mean he was a bacher? So the Malbim seems to learn that we're talking about someone who was literally young. The Malbim says, Hagam Shahoya Bacher Bashanim, he was young in years, and you know, Verisichas Dome Le Shakta, you know, we know there's a 
point in a person's life where you know his eventually all his type has calmed down, and it's a lot easier to be a tzaddik when you're 70 years old. And you know you're the the, the, the different burning tivus. People have their own Yitzhahar when they're 70 for COVID, but the burning tivus for Chait are not quite there when a person's older. And Shaul was still young, and despite that, he was telling you he was such a perfect tzaddik. The problem with this, to say that he was physically young, is very difficult, because first of all, especially if you go with the chronology of Chazal, and really a Pashat Pasik that we'll see soon, not tonight, but he was only Melech Chazal for two years, some say maybe three years. His Malchus was very short. And he was not a young man when he was nifter. He was in his 50s. So he was, he, was, he was 50 years old at this point. He wasn't a bacher. And even if you discount that cheshben, we know that very shortly after he becomes king, he has a son, Yenison, who's already old enough to be a warrior. So it's very difficult to learn that he was literally you know, a bacher. To learn that he was an 18, a 25-year-old person, he has a son who's a warrior. You know, his, his son, Yenison, is already a fully developed man who's a warrior, so obviously he wasn't particularly young at this point when seeing the Pashtas. So the Redak says, Bochar v'toiv means that he was toiv v'toyer v'mara, that he was, he was handsome looking, v'chein takim v'yenison, uleim v'shapir. Toiv v'toyer, v'chein toiv v'men v'shapir, he was handsome, he was good looking, which is an important thing a leader has to have, can't be someone who, you know, when a person has, it's, it's, it's an advantage, a person looks handsome looking, it gives people a certain confidence in him, gives them a certain natural authority. But I saw the Dasayfim says that Bocher, he says he doesn't like the Dax Pshat, and he says that Bocher is Miloshin Bechir Hashem. He was chosen. He was a chosen person in Vitaif. And really, this is an amazing thing. If you think about it, he was the one person, aside from David and Melech, who was also chosen by Kaddish Baruch Hu. The most Malachim were the son of the previous king. He was a person chosen from all the Klaal Yisrael. There's an open slate, and he was chosen to be the Melech. Now, we're going to see the story of how he's chosen. What we'll do is we'll read a bunch of psukim here, and then we'll go back and discuss it. What, what's the significance of his height? Like, why is that so first of all, you speak to any manal, they'll tell you that uh, you'll see there's a major, uh, major prejudice to choose Torah Bayim. Torah Bayim have more authority. It just gives you authority. It gives okay. you a certain uh, leadership quality. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a simple fact. <laughs> but, uh, is it, is it, is it, yeah. Ashir and, and all these things, yeah. But uh, Tol is definitely has, you know, there's a certain authority comes with height. Oh. So the story is as follows. Kishol's father loses his donkeys. So Kish tells Shol, his son, Kachna, Itcha Esachad, Mihana Orem, Vikum, Leich, Bakesh, Esasainis. I want you to go look for the donkeys. So, and this in itself is a little bit strange that he would choose his son, who's a Kibber Chayil, who's older already, he's not a young man, to go and look for the donkeys. But, Farshim point out, the Malman and others, that this was Menashemayim, was Masav Vasivis, that his father should pump, ask him to go look for the donkeys, was a Sivimesakalish Baruchu, that it should, uh, we'll see, that Shaul should end up pumping into Shmuel for the Indian Hamalucha. Now, it's interesting, the Radak. Says that uh, I'm not Dr. Al Bag in his Te'elasis, he says that no, from here you should learn out how careful you have to be with your property. That you know, well, he didn't want to send just send one of the arm alone. Who you know, you send 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 some random servant boy to go looking for your donkeys. He's not going to be careful. The person has property. I called who gave it to him. We know the Yaakov Avinu was my nefesh pachin kitanim. So he said, how careful you have to be. Yet he sent his 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 chosh of his son, the tzaddik, took him out of yeshiva to go look for the donkeys. 
Vayavar Be'eretz Shalisha Vloimotsu. They went to Harafrain, Eretz Shalisha, they didn't find it. Vayavru Be'eretz Sha'alim, Vayin, Vayavar. Va'ayin, they still didn't find it. Ve'yavur be'eretz yemini v'leimotzu. They're going from place to place, not finding the donkeys. They're terrible. Heim abo be'eretz suf. They come to eretz suf. V'shol amr l'na'aray asher imay. Shol tells the na'ar that's with him. L'cha v'nashuva. Pen yechtal ovi min ha'asoy neis v'do'ag You know what? I think that we should uh, go home at this point. The whole point of me going looking for the donkeys is to try to Help my father. I'm doing keep it out of My father wants to look for the donkeys. I'm going to stop what I'm doing and go look for the donkeys. But at this point, I'm going to cause my father tsar. He's going to start worrying about me. I'm defeating the whole purpose. We have to go home. I got Chazal point out over here that he says, the dog lono. He's going to be afraid for us. Right, this is his Bukhar, his, 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 his son, who's tremendous tzaddik, and he has some random slave. Who, who do you think the father, Kish, is worrying about? He's not worrying about the slave. He's worrying about his son. But Shaul, in his mindset, and the way he thought, the dog alone is going to be worried about us. Shaul equated himself, and he spoke in a manner to put himself equal with his, with his Ebed, because that was the tremendous Anova of Shaul. We'll see that Shaul was such an Anov that it actually led to problems. But Shaul's Anova was tremendous, and Chazal pointed out as a tremendous smile, and that's why he was Zeichet to be the... He had the Schus to be, be the Melech. Shaul was Zocha l'Malchus el Neha Anova. Loshen of the Tesefta. Shenemar... He's going to stop worrying about the donkeys and he's going to worry about us. Now, Agav, it's interesting. The, the, Rabbi Sol Salanta points out that later when Shol tells, when Shmuel Anovi actually meets Shol and he tells him about the donkeys, so he tells him that uh, says you donkeys that you worried about. I'll toss them slufchol lahem kinimtsu v'lomikochem. Um, over here. I'm sorry. Can't find it, but be, later when Shmuel talks to him about the fact that his father is looking for him, he doesn't talk about the servant. He doesn't. Shmuel doesn't speak that way. He just speaks about it, about his father being worried for him. What's pshat? So Shmuel Salanta says, as much as shows a lot to be an onov, but when Shmuel is speaking to him, Shmuel has to give the right chashivas. You can't, you know, take. Be an honor for other people. You know, you're speaking to two chashivah people, and you're going to be a tzaddik and just talk to them equally, uh, yeshiva and a regular person. It's inappropriate. That a person, as much as a person, should be an honor on their own cheshvan, but a person has to give the right cover to people as they pack it deserve the cover. Someone was saying a pshat and something was like lanias daitcha. Lanias daiti, and the guy responded, lanias daitcha. This. <laughs> I was listening to Abelsky this week, and he said that he thinks that really, you know, when you see Labad Ayin Dal, it doesn't actually stand for Lanius Daiti, it stands for Oitzen Daiti. I remember what his, <laughs> he, he, he said that's usually it's a Lashon of Gaiva. Fine. I'll call upon him. So he said, we better go home and follow and stop worrying about us, forget about the donkeys. So his Nar tells him. That you know, maybe instead of going home, I have a better eitzah. 
the Ishali Kim is in this city. He happened to know, and this is Vaita, it's Minash Shemaim, like Hashbrochu made that he happened to be with the Nar who was familiar with this Ishali Kim. The Ish Nichbad, he's a very Hosh of a person. Whatever he says happens. Let's go there now. Tell us where to go to find the donkeys. We're going to go to the Novi. we got to bring along money to go to Kvittel. What are we going to bring? The bread's already used up. We don't even have bread to give him. What are we going to give him? How can we go to the Ishali Kim? So, and we're going to discuss this in a second. And the Snar tells him, oh, good news. I happen to have a quarter of a shekel in my pocket. I'll give it to the Ishali Kim, and he'll, he'll tell us, you know, Put in the quarter in the machine, and we'll get out. The, we'll get out where our donkeys are. And now, the this is such an unusual story that the navi writing the story needs to interject and tell us that you should know. It used to be when a person was going to be Kim, he used to say, "Let's go to the roya to the seer." What we today call a navi. They used to call a roya. Ve'yemeshol le'naaroi, toiv dvarecha. Have a good idea. L'cha nelcha ve'yelchu el ha'ir asher sham ishalikim. They said, "You're right. Good idea. Let's go. Let's go to the city." Now, before we discuss what happened there, there's a lot to discuss over here. Now, at first glance, this sounds very unusual. It sounds, you know, this is like from. You know, we, we tend to think of the concept, you know, especially what a Rebbe was in Europe, you know, the person's cow had a stomachache and they went to the Rebbe and they gave him a kvittel and the Rebbe gave him a bracha. And we tend to think of that something as new and kli. So over here, Imamish have, you have, you know, this is, you're going to the Nevi Hashem and you're going to question, I can't find my donkeys. So there's different approaches in the Mepharshim over here. There's some Mepharshim that understand that this is Mamash Atos Ligamri that they just didn't understand how a Navi worked, that Arroya was someone who was, uh, you know, a fortune teller, and uh, they didn't really, this Nair, he was, he was a servant boy, he didn't know the difference between the fortune teller that sits in the carnival booth and you give him a few dollars, and the, and the, and the, and the Hashem, and therefore, that, that's what they thought. And the truth is, the, 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 the Rabag says, you know, you should, you should ask a question, like, what are you going to give? This is a person, he's the ruler of Kali Yisrael. He's, he's, he's Shmuel Anavi. And as much as maybe they know him personally, but they must have known his reputation that he doesn't take any money, doesn't take anything from anybody, and you're going to go and you give him a quarter of a shekel of money and he's going to help you out. It's, so it seems bizarre. So there's talk of those. The whole thing was a toy. They Pasha didn't understand. Uh, however, there are some Mepharshim who understand, they take this more literally. They say that, first of all, the Rabag himself says that there is an idea here, that they weren't giving him money, you know, like paying, you, you got to pay the person the fee for the fortune teller to turn on the, his uh, spooky machine to make up whatever bub mice is going to make. He says that there's a concept we find. Yitzhak Avinu told Esav, go and bring me matamim kasher ovenafshi. What does that mean? Yitzchak Avinu was hungry. So he says that 
in order to be miyachet, a person's lave with the person who he's trying to help. So sometimes there's, you know, Yitzchak wanted the Ruach HaKadosh to be shayra, so you give me something in exchange that makes a kesher between the two of us, and I days there, that will help me have the Ruach HaKadosh, help me come and the Ruach will be shayra, and that's the Indian that they had in mind, that's why they give a small nadav, and not they thought they're paying him off, but this small thing, the small gift, brings down this hashpah, this connection between the two of them. They say, that's the Indian, a person makes a kiddush, and he wants, and he has a simcha, and people, you give them food, and people give you a bracha, and it's a different level bracha, when it comes off of the food. So that's the Rabag's understanding. Shmuel not accept this? Would Shmuel, so that's, that's another question. Would Shmuel have actually accepted it? It, it sounds like maybe he would have, but it, it seems like a stretch. Shmuel didn't accept anything. The Redak says that, 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 uh, that, that the food, the bread over here, maybe it was the Malbum, says that there was no sad that he would have taken the bread. They, they didn't think they could give you know, a piece of crusty bread to the Navi as a gift. He just says, Shmuel Shol is just trying to bring out how they have zero. He says, forget about, I don't, forget about money, I don't even have bread, I have nothing left. But about that, he didn't actually mean to, uh, to uh, give this to Shol the bread. But uh, others say maybe, you know, it was, it was such a small uh, nidava, so small issue that all they needed was, uh, you know, donkeys for donkeys, you can give a little bit of bread, and just, you know, to show a little bit of cover. But the Malvin says that this taka was, this was the derech, that the roya was a different mahalach than the navi. He says that the roya was, people would go for all the small little issues, they would go to the roya. The roya was a different mahalach of coming close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. A novi is milosh nivs fasayim, all the Mepharshim say. It's a lashon of speaking, and a novi's job was to give teichach and musr. The roya's job was different. The roya was someone who saw Baruch HaKadosh, and he can help for big things, but he also helped for small things. And he says that's the people actually like the Roya better because, you know, the Rebbe is more popular. Rebbe, the, 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 which, who's more popular? The Rebbe that gives you brachs and helps you with your small problems or the fiery Musashmuz? We, we know who's more popular. So that's why, you know, with Nimbi Yisrael, they, you know, they, went, they, went to the, they went to the Roya. And the truth is that the, 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 the whole institution of a Navi being a Navi and being a, primarily something to give Musr was something that was really only necessary now and it, for the next period in Kaisal's history, that's the Nevi'im really starts with, uh, with you know, the Kuf of the Nevi'im starts now with, with Shmuel, because when you have a Melech, you need a Novi. If you have a king with absolute authority, then you need that fiery Novi speaking with the authority of HaKadosh Baruch Hu to give Musa, who else could give Musa to the king? But I'll call upon them, they're looking, they want to know, could they, uh, you know, maybe they'll be able to come and Shol, Shmuel and Avi will tell them where, uh, where the donkeys are. Can Pshat just be the just basic covered their hearts? We're going to see their hearts to give a present, yeah. a small present, give them a quarter of a shekel. I don't know, would you, if you're going to Alam Godly, you bring the. So that, that, if that you would went, be a separate know, kasha. You know, if you went to Bechaim Kanyeski, you'd give him a quarter. No, it's, it's not, so that's a separate kasha on what the. What's even the, what $100, it's not really the cover. They could be giving him money for himself. People give a rabbit, they give money, maybe for him. You know, like, it's not the Etzim to give money, you know. The, you know. So, uh, now. Just to go take a, a broader picture of the whole issue over here, and we'll have to leave the discussion between what, what happens when they meet for next time, but what pshat that HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Masav of Hasibus, this is a very, very strange, right? So what's going to happen? He's going to go, and he's going to meet Shol, Shmuel, and Shmuel Anavi is going to get an approval from HaKadosh Baruch Hu to tell him, oh, by the way, you know, you're looking for donkeys, by the way, you're the king. Like, th- this is the best way to be Masav of Hasibus for HaKadosh Baruch Hu to arrange that the Malchus, should begin in Kali's through some lost donkeys. 
So obviously, like we said before from the Malbim, that there's an Indian of showing the Hashkacha process of every Nakuda, and every detail is worked out, and when a person thinks something is far-fetched, there's, everything is Menachal Baruch Hu, and the fact that he went looking for the donkeys, which he usually wouldn't have, and he went so far looking for them, all was Esai Kodesh Baruch Hu. There's Zichar part of it, but still it leaves us wondering why, you know, it's just a strange thing. Don't, learn that lesson somewhere else, but the Malucha should begin with donkeys. So, I saw in the Bermoisha, he says that HaKadosh Baruch is coming to teach a very important lesson. He says, maybe a little bit more Hasidish, Kabbalah, but he says that Shaul HaMelech is about to become the king of Kali Yisrael. And the king of Kali Yisrael, his job is really to take care of the Neshamus of Kali Yisrael, to keep, you know, fighting the wars is really a secondary job. He's, he's responsibility for the Ruchnis of Kali Yisrael. He's the man of Kali Yisrael. And HaKadosh Baruch wanted to teach him a lesson. Just like you could spend three days running after a bunch of donkeys. You could spend three days running after donkeys. Kol Shekane, you could spend time and effort looking for every neshama in Kali. So you can't let any neshama go. Even the neshama, you think they're like the donkey. They're already gone. But if you could run around looking for the donkeys, then you have to appreciate that Al-Achas Kama V'Kama, how much effort Nigiya has to go in to finding every single neshama, every single year it has to be brought in. You can't just leave anybody should go, should get lost. And this is the way Ashkadosh Baruch wanted to start off the Malucha with this lesson to show the importance that every single yachad is important. There's no such thing as giving up on anybody. You can give up on the donkeys, you can't give up even on a person whose neshama is mamish in the clip of a donkey. doesn't matter. A person, every single yid counts and every single yid has to, you have to mechapash achrov and you have to make sure that every yid is mukushat HaKadosh Baruch Hu, mukushat Okay, sure.